0: The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com.
1: Hey, do you like teen dramas?
0: Do you like teens?
1: Do you like watching TV shows? If you do, you might like watching
0: the OC. So give it a try and you can listen to us in podcast form on the bros c We talk about flip phones.
1: We talk about tube tops. We talk
0: about things from the early 2000s. We
1: talk about people smooching other people.
0: Ooh, and great, great music. Yep. So, hey, listen to us on iTunes or SoundCloud here on the Nerdist School Network. Woo! The Novice and Frank present a comic book podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Novice
2: and Frank. Hey, look at that! It's still 2017. It's still 2017. Where we, the world, has not imploded. Not Uh, yet. Not yet. So, fingers crossed. It might. It might. But until then, we're here. You're here. Thank you for listening to us. Uh, I'm Amanda. I'm the comic book novice. That's Frank. He's Frank.
0: Uh, Although, you know, I will say, uh, not so much a a novice anymore. You're just growing in front of my eyes. I'm
2: trying really hard. Thank you for saying that. Yes.
0: Right before everybody for, you know, just like, you know, seeing how the sausage is made. Uh, (laughs) Before this, we were chatting with some other fellow podcasters. uh, And I saw Amanda just recommend a title to this other uh, fellow, other podcast hosts and uh she just spoke with such authority such mm-hmm. knowledge thank
2: you it was just
0: like i w- i watched you blossom
2: thank you so much
0: from a novice to a novice in front oh, of my very oh eyes oh my
2: gosh baby steps <laughs> baby steps and uh let's uh, let's do our let's do our little improvised song and we'll get rolling oh yeah let's all talk right. about some stuff i love it we're talking about lumberjanes today i can't wait all right chop <gasps> chop 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 timber chop, chop. Chop, 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 because chop, the ladies. We're going to say Timber.
0: <laughs>
2: timber! Timber. They're ladies and Lumberjanes and Girl Scouts, but not really.
0: Getting merit badges for things you never heard of, like baking
2: and decorating. And other things that women should know, like arts and sciences and archery. We're gonna talk about it all the day on the nightest. novice. And Frank. Frank, oh my goodness! <laughs> I was actually gonna go. <laughs> Were you right? gonna yes! go chop chop? When I opened my mouth and went chop chop, your eyes just lit up with joy. <laughs> Group mind. Look at that. Mind meld.
0: It finally took us this long to be able to read each other <laughs> in <all> our opening <laughs> lines of <for> the song.
2: We're <laughs> all on the same page now.
0: Yeah. so uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen as Amanda said we're going to be talking about Lumberjanes we mentioned it last week as, an, uh, as a series that's been around that it has intrigued both of us and neither of us had a chance to read it so and it said, was on sale yeah why don't we yeah of course the holidays on comicsology is a great time to buy a bunch of titles that you haven't read of, that you're curious about, because you can get them for great prices.
2: I went back. I went to to download Lumberjanes and read it, and I was like, wow! I bought a lot more than I'd remembered. I've, I bought so much more than I'd originally told you that I did, and I'm like, oh, I have a lot to read.
0: I bought uh, all thirty issues that are currently
2: out. Holy uh, boy!
0: And I made my way through. Uh oh, uh, through issue fourteen.
2: I did volume one. Uh, so, volume one is how many? How many does this cover? Collects. Where does it say collects issues blank to blank? I don't know. Hmm. All right. <laughs> I guess we'll just keep going, and then if I, if you spoil anything, I'll be like, wait, I don't know about wait, that what yet. What is going on? <laughs> uh,
0: um, but basically, uh, I mean, just a, this is uh, produced by Boom Comics, are uh, part of their Boom Box imprint. And uh, this is, is uh, written, created by Noelle Stevenson and uh, Grace Ellis. Mm-hmm. This, uh, at least the initial issues, especially for yours, uh, uh, drawn by Brooke Allen. And uh, we—it t- takes place in a, uh, a summer camp, like uh, a summer camp. Yeah, it's not like yeah. a girls' camp, but it's a summer camp where you earn merit badges. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an all-girls camp. And uh these girls are just uh a couple of them are friends initially uh from outside the camp, but basically this is a majority of them are just kind of thrust been together. together.
2: Right. And these the, the main characters, the main five girls that it follows are all in the Roanoke cabin.
0: Yeah, that's a very nice touch. Which
2: is fun, yeah. So they all kind of stay in the same cabin and you do see other campers. By the way, uh, volume one is a to the max edition, so I got a special edition volume one. And I'm trying to be more clear with my language because mm. we went over that nice discussion last time. Love it. Over what's what. And this collects number uh, one through eight, and Ooh, it's got a lot nice. of uh, cool, um, just like cool art in the back and bonus, bonus stuff.
0: A lot of bonus content.
2: Yeah, that hot content. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's uh, it's fun. The way it's put together is really interesting, right? Because um, yours starts with like every page is like a field manual. Is that yes. right? To divide. Okay. So when you start, it's they're basically divvied up into chapters. Uh, and which each issue is essentially its own chapter, right?
0: Yeah, there's a continuing thread, but yeah, mm-hmm. each issue story. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, so you follow these these girls. This is written, it's, a, it's like a young adult, it's like young adult fiction, mm-hmm. I think, um, and basically it's broken up into chapters, and each chapter starts with a badge like the badge that you're going for, so the up all night badge or the there's like an you know an arts and crafts badge and all these things and like kind of a little snippet about why it's important for girls to know about uh, for lumberjanes specifically. I don't even know they've called them girls. It's always lumberjanes yeah. for lumberjanes to have these these kind of life skills and it cuts off and jumps right into the story.
0: No, and it's again at the end, at least because I only I, I read them in singles, as opposed to buying it in a big collection like yourself. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I like is that each story uh, will show you like uh, each uh, each issue at the end of it progresses their merit badges. So as you mm-hmm. the more you read the series, the more you see the merit badges that are collected in the course of the way.
2: Yeah, yeah, and it seems like uh, and they reference like oh you're the one, you know you have this merit badge already, so you should you know you've you've got this skill. Uh, and there's just some fun. It looked like on one of your pages that you had there that you've got like the mixtapes kind of at the end, the playlist, oh, yes. which is super cool. So it's sort of put together like a uh, a scrapbook of you know it's the story and different um, panels from the story done almost like like as polaroids, and it's almost like if you were to go through. Uh, you know, these girls' belongings, you'd find like their Lumberjanes guide that also has like notes in it and pictures and things like that. So I think the way that it's structured is pretty neat and really fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, And it's the one thing I like about Brooke Allen's art is is, I find it so intriguing is the way that she draws noses on some of the people Hmm. where it's all, the the edges of the noses are all just kind of like a multitude of bumps. It looks so weird. It's like, i that person, if they had that nose in real life, would seem very disturbing. To me. <laughs> uh, but it, but it works.
2: Yeah, it does. I think uh, for for me this was this was unique in a lot of ways. Um, oh, you're right. I do. I see what you mean with the noses. That's so funny. It does. It looks like a tiny little arm on their face. <laughs> yeah, I know. Isn't that weird? I wonder what makes you decide to like. What makes you make that choice? But it does. You're right. It works still. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The art I think is so. It, it's it's not like what I'm used to seeing. I think in the things that we've read so far, which is really cool. It's, uh, but it, it wasn't um, so out there that it was difficult to read or to follow or anything like that. It's just um, more cartoony from an you know, like an anatomical perspective, yeah, for uh, lack of a better term.
0: And w- what I like about it is like just from the beginning, man, you just get right into it because they're mm. in the woods, uh, and all of a sudden these foxes with three eyes start attacking them. <laughs>
2: right. It almost made me think when I first started. I was like, did I miss something? Because the first page. The the that little like intro ditty where it talks about the badge cuts off, and I was like, am I missing a page? Is my digital oh, right. <laughs> edition missing a page? Yeah, you know because it it really does. You it cuts off mid sentence, and then you flip to and you got then you got like the panel starting, and you were right in the middle of the story, like right in the middle of the action. So I really did. I was like, did I? I flipped back and forth a couple times to be like, did I miss something? Um, but I didn't. It's all there, and it's. I don't know how you – I mean, I feel like anybody listening, its that's familiar now with kind of our tastes and what we each like, I don't think this is going to be surprising to anybody. I, I loved it. I, I thought it was really time. great. Yeah, did you enjoy it too?
0: I did. And uh, I, I had heard so many great things about it. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, of course, the reason why I bought so many, uh, even before the comics—comics—comicsology comi- sale, I, I've had the majority of these issues on my – uh, iPad for gosh, better part of a year. Really? Just, it, again, like we've talked about before, where there's just so many things to read in so little time, mm-hmm. and so you could, like, I buy a bunch of stuff on sale, and who knows when I'm going to get to it. Mm. So, and another reason why it's so great to have a show like this, where you can pick something and have to be like, nope, I've got to carve out you time to make it a priority to read it.
2: Yeah, it is. I'm glad we're doing this. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, even if nobody's listening, I'm glad we're doing <laughs> this. Right.
0: Yeah. Hello. You guys? Are you guys listening? Hello. <laughs>
2: Is it me? Uh, um,
0: let's get into the girls. Uh, but, as you're talking about, the, uh, was there any of the girls that uh, that you kind of enjoyed the most?
2: I, well, I mean, I think that uh, Ripley is a hoot. Yes, she's like this funny little like whirling dervish of energy that just pops in and out and says these funny things. And um, and at first I was like, she's going to be a lot. Like I don't know what her deal is, but she's not. She's just a, this great punctuation that kind of pops in and out. Um, I. I love. What's uh, is it? April? The yeah. tall, the tall uh, blonde uh, who wears the hat.
0: Uh, oh, no, that's Molly.
2: Uh, Molly. Okay. Yes. So I like. She wears the, the. She wears the the raccoon hat.
0: And that is such a great reveal that it's oh my an, God. a real raccoon. Fat,
2: it was amazing. Yes. So funny and unexpected and just great. So she's yeah for what for the four issues she's just wearing this coonskin cap. And
0: you never think anything of it. You don't. And
2: she goes. There's even a moment where she has her Indiana Jones moment, right, where she ducks back under the wall to grab her hat. Yes. And put it back on her head. And then it's, yeah, it's like issue six or seven where she's like, Bubbles, go get this for me. And, it, and she grabs him and tosses it off her head and he's a real raccoon. And it's such a funny... And even one of the other characters is like, how long has that been a real raccoon on your head? <laughs> and she's like, I thought it was really obvious, you know? Yeah, and it's because,
0: I mean, the scene in and of itself, especially if you're like an Indiana Jones fan, of her going back just for a raccoon cap, something that you have some attachment to, makes sense. Right, yeah. But now knowing that it is a it's like, real well, no raccoon. no wonder.
2: Jeez Louise, all right. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I thought... Um, I don't know. I, I there's a little something about all of them that I like.
0: I do. Uh, I I really like April too. The uh, the redhead. The, the redhead. Yeah. Um, who's just what I like about this is that like you take a character like April uh, and you give the idea that you know I don't want to say like she's superhumanly strong, mm-hmm. but she is definitely stronger than an average kid, right. for sure. Right. And, <laughs> and yet it it plays so well in the in the reality that they constructed here. I mean, I guess when you have three-eyed foxes and other things that they get involved with mm-hmm. in the course of storyline. It all just, but it fits. It doesn't seem odd. Like, why is nobody? And nobody, because nobody ever mentions it at right, all. Right at all. Like,
2: she just gets into an arm. She's just like, well, I'm the I'm the arm wrestling champion, and they're like, yeah, she's strong. Watch her, and of course, she has to arm wrestle this big stone guy. Yeah,
0: and it's all leverage. It's, but- she's
2: just like, it's all leverage, and she just cracks his arm off, <laughs> and it's so funny, and it's yes. such a fun, funny surprise. But they don't linger on it. I think, yeah, I, I agree, and I, and her um. She's kind of the, a, a nice emotional rock, too, throughout this. Yeah, and
0: the, it's the, her and Joe's relationship mm. uh, is really nice because I mean, I feel like that is, there, well, there are. A couple sets of relationships there. You've got certainly April and Joe, mm-hmm. uh, friends before they even came to summer camp. And they're looking, especially for Joe, looking at this as an opportunity before she goes off and becomes, uh, you know, it, it pursues more scientific endeavors, goes into advanced academics. They're even at a young age. Mm-hmm. It's her last chance for to hang out with April for the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you feel like they really come in with a really tight knit friendship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other relationship that, that develops and just blossoms at the camp itself is one between Mal and Molly. Mm hmm. Which I really like that. That just a kind of very slow played, but uh, but very 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 real.
2: Yeah, it was it was really sweet. I think that it's nice that you know they don't put too fine a point on it. It's just like any other uh, adolescent crush, mm-hmm. adolescent relationship. You know what I mean? Where they're brought together, and it's not. I just I don't think I've seen that explored so much in this medium. You know what I mean? You've seen like I've seen uh, same sex couples, adult couples and, you know, and, and bisexual couples now and these things. But I haven't seen this like sweet, innocent friend falling for another friend. You know what I mean? That also yeah. happens to be uh, same sex. And I think it's handled really nicely and it's just really sweet and feels really natural. Um
0: and what's cool about this series is certainly uh, they're in the woods, they're at a summer camp, and then you start throwing in these unusual elements.
2: Right. Super just strange, but you roll with it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it really starts slowly playing it where you start all of a sudden you're bringing in Greek gods mm-hmm. into this as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've got Artemis and Apollo mm-hmm. as two gods vying
2: for this power. And there's, their dad is Zeus, which you're just like, great, their dad is Zeus. Maybe we won't see Zeus. And then you see him and he's a goat. Like he's and he's just really really, he's a bull, like, right? Yeah. From and he's just like,
0: hey guys, you know, you go to get ice cream or something? And he's like that like that weird, like overly like friendly dad that and you're like Dad. <laughs> they're all
2: embarrassed and but that's it. And that's all you see of him. It was such a funny Yeah, I think this is a it's a funny, surprising story. And I think that for as great, I mean, cra- I guess for lack of a better term, you know, crazy or um unnatural as some of the things are, it's handled with such a great firm sense of reality. You know, the stakes are real. Mm -hmm. You know, um, yeah, I just think it's really, really... That was very... I I don't know why I'm even surprised. This is maybe like my first young adult comic book that I've read. Yeah. I generally steer clear. um, I just haven't had that much of an interest, but I kept seeing this over and over and over again on review sites and blogs and Instagram accounts that I follow and respect. They're like, oh my gosh, Lumberjanes is amazing. And so I was happy to read it, but then I was like, man, I'm enjoying this. It's a lot of fun.
0: I mean, because I know you, you never had a young adult Phase in your life, you just went from yeah. From I would be. I went from to diapers
2: to to dating. Yeah, you know, pretty quickly. That was yeah, it. it. <laughs> just, yeah, I just <laughs> skipped it entirely. So for this <laughs> to be able to go and
0: see what the young adult experience is like is yeah. just got to be like wow. It made all right. me feel almost human. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two other characters that they introduced in there too is uh, the girls' uh, direct counselor, Jen, mm-hmm. who I-, I thought her character was interesting because she's very she's certainly set up at front. To be like the just like uh, I'm the no fun person. I'm gonna stop. I, my whole sole role in this whole storyline is to always stop you from doing what you need to mm-hmm. do for the storyline. Yeah. yeah, and she does a nice flip.
2: She does, and it feels it still feels natural. She's the only one in a skirt. Also, yeah. I'd add, you know, her her wardrobe is interesting. She's the only one in a skirt, and um, yeah, she she's kind of just like, Ugh, are you kidding me? She's the voice of reason. She's like the trying to be the mature adult. You know, in this situation, and um, and she does. She's like, well, just let me in on it. Yeah, like I'm still cool. She's probably the one that I'm the most like. <laughs> I'm probably the most like Jen. How old would you peg Jen is? <laughs> well, she was. Well, she got an inst. She got a some internship at. Didn't she say she turned down an internship at NASA or something like that? Yeah. So, um, I would put her. She's a camp counselor. She's probably like seventeen, eighteen. Okay. Maybe a little older. Do you think she acts a, 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 older, but in I in college? Yeah, um, if so, she'd be like a freshman, I think. Okay, but I also don't know because yeah. the kids I thought originally were younger than I think they actually are.
0: I because I, I feel like the kids I'm going anywhere from ten to thirteen, maybe.
2: Yeah, maybe so. And I'm even just thinking like you know one of them has her little hair colored and and things like that. So I don't know like what at what age oh,
0: yeah. which uh, is fun as you get that think it's issue 10 mm-hmm. uh, you uh, that's spoiling anything but it, uh, issue 10 is uh, how their first day and how they all arrived at camp
2: oh that's nice which that's is cool fun. yeah so
0: you see you learn a little bit about like their family life and their backstory cool uh, uh, on their first day of arrival in camp
2: oh see I wish I'd read more I didn't know
0: Oh well, not, well yeah, you 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 read what you could. I, mean, I read uh, everything.
2: It just wasn't enough.
0: You know, I you know we saw. I mean, certainly that is just your uh, basically your tacit opinion of the series. It just wasn't enough. It, it just was, wasn't it. wasn't good enough for you to want
2: to read more. No, that's mm. not true. Got it. Not true. Understood. I, what did you um? I loved the naming in this. I thought it was such a fun, so many fun, awesome choices. And like Rosie, who is the she runs the camp and is clearly Rosie the like a take on Rosie the Riveter. You she? know, she's yeah, 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 pretty clear. Mm. Really? You see a I, doubt in your eyes, but it's no. I was ugly. thinking Lucille Ball. Mm, No. Mm, nah. Wait. What? Oh, you're a terrible. Feminist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but she's, you know, she's super. Like her design is really fun, and her personality is really fun. Like she's kind of aloof, and you don't really know exactly what's going on with her. And
0: it. How did you feel about uh because the the bit they do between her and Jen is that every time Rosie mentions her name, she says it incorrectly, and Jen is always trying to correct her right, and that just keep constantly goes and goes and goes until we reach a point where you realize, oh no, guess what, Rosie really did know your name. she was just being She's kind of fucking with you, yeah, the
2: whole yeah, time. um at first, it bothered me. It was like, just say her name right, <laughs> but I th- <laughs> just because. Uh, it made me feel like she was potentially a, a character that was being set up. That there's always, you know, women women being dismissive of other women. I think is a, is not an uncommon um, theme, right? And so I was like, oh man, but also kind of glad it was being explored. Uh, I I I think she's funny. I think she's I think she's interesting and weird, and she's just like whatever. The kids are fine. Yes, <laughs> you know, uh,
0: very, very less concern than you'd think somebody in the real world would be given That's these situations. It, exactly.
2: But I did like that, you know, when Jen does bring the girls to her, um, that she wants to speak to the, the kids directly. Jen's like, "Well, this is what's going on with them," and she's like, "No, I'm talking to them." Yeah. You know, <laughs> which I think is nice because I think that a lot of times kids are dismissed. You know, yeah. it's and like,
0: no, you got something to say? Let's let's hear what you got to say.
2: Right? Yeah, you're clearly all clamoring to speak. What did you What did you think about that with her calling her the wrong name and everything?
0: I uh, at first I was kind of like, oh, all right, mm-hmm. I get it. So it's every time, and I was like, well, then it became like for a little bit. I was like, man, this is just forced because now, you know, every time she's gonna come, they come up with a different J name, and then when it gets to like, like, like male Jebediah. names, <laughs> yeah, when I get to weird men names, I'm like, oh, <laughs> all right. Then that kind of slowly <laughs> warmed me up, and then, I mean, always. You know, I'm a sucker always for that time where somebody's always been kind of difficult with the other person. And you think they don't know who the heck you are. Mm-hmm. And you find out, no, they knew all along. They
2: knew all along. It was in their heart.
0: Yes, they knew. And when, they, when the moment came, she said her name correct. She said her name right.
2: And the it was like, yeah, like, you know me. <laughs> you know my life. Um, but yeah, I love that she's like kind of, she's all like tattooed and. Which yeah. is super cool. And always with an axe in her. She's always like whittling and chopping wood on her desk. What, like what? in her office?
0: Where would you, where where do you whittle, Amanda?
2: Where do I whittle? Yeah. Uh usually on a porch swing.
0: Oh, I didn't know you have a porch swing at your mm-hmm. place. Yeah. That's no, really I got cool. it installed. Oh, it's it, just in your living
2: room? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have a porch per se. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was, you know, don't tell my, don't tell my landlord. Mm, but you please. can still whittle with the best I, of them. I'm going to whittle. Yeah, don't let such
0: thing as, like a beautiful view or a window stop no, you. I won't. I'll
2: whittle the shit out of no. a, out of a stick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and what's
0: intriguing is that they set up just, there is definitely a larger mythology in place that we're just getting bits and pieces for. Yeah. Uh, especially concerning with, uh, with, uh, Rosie, the uh the the woman old woman transforms into a bear. Yeah,
2: the old woman bear.
0: Yes, who, who they have she used to. <laughs> oh. uh, then we also have uh, is it Allison? As well, oh that's another character you're gonna meet later on. But okay. they uh, uh they she knows Rosie from a long time ago. So there's definitely this broader sense that these lumberjanes mm-hmm. have been around for a long time. Uh, yes, yeah, so I feel like Rosie has been around for who knows exactly how long.
2: Oh cool, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm excited to. I'm excited to read more. I am. I think that it's uh, really fun, and yeah, then the mythology that is explored is is fun. You yeah. know. Were you, as
0: you're reading it, uh, certainly from the first chapter, uh, you know where it ends, and like you know, they're all standing there looking at the woods and wondering what the heck's going on, mm-hmm. as it gets revealed over the course of the issues uh, that you know, were introducing Greek myths into this. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you feel about that? that kind of twist on the story where you are kind of like oh this sounds intriguing putting greek myths in the uh, in an american uh, north american wood setting
2: mm-hmm. yeah where you're like, i eh, whatever okay i always i always like it i think if it's done in an interesting way you know i think it's uh, super fun so i was happy to see it i think it was like a fun reveal She's just like, yeah, I'm Artemis. Like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. I'm just Artemis. Yes, yeah. the world. I'm trying to get the world. Because <laughs> otherwise my brother Apollo gets it, and we don't want him to get it. I want all it. But you know what I mean? So you're like, well, yeah, but also you're kind of terrible. Yeah.
0: Because you know? when, you, when you meet her, she doesn't come off as the greatest person. Mm-mm. But then... When you find out, like, oh, wait, no, she's really Artemis, uh, and she's been looking for this bow, and she's also looking for, you know, what she says, power to prevent her brother from getting Zeus's power, because so, he's just bad news. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, so you're like, oh, I guess I should start rooting for her then, because she's been kind of what we think of for the girls, and then you realize, well, no, no, she's just as bad as her brother. She just wants all this power, too, and is probably going to be no better than uh, than Apollo.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think um, I think that the there... They're deceptively complex, these characters, you know? Mm -hmm. I think that they seem really simple, but they're not necessarily. Like, it was hard to write her off as, like, a good guy, bad guy. And even at the end, because she was funny, you still weren't like, she's a bad guy, you know? She's just kind of like, you're like, oh, she's kind of a pill, you know?
0: Stop being such a pill.
2: Stop being such a pill. But, yeah, I love these funny moments of... I think there's these great jokes and situational just great situational humor that's um occasionally, occasionally like punctuated accented by uh by Ripley.
0: What what I love what the second issue uh they get stuck in a whitewater rapids mm-hmm. and uh Mal looks like she may have drowned and so Molly's trying to give her mouth to mouth CPR and stuff and then I just like the scene where it's just Ripley just jumps feet first into oh her my stomach. God. Yeah,
2: it's such a funny, weird visual. <laughs> yeah, um, for her to just jump in there, and these weird, you know, like these weird things that don't that don't make any sense. Like her being a fastball, like it doesn't make any sense. But. Yeah,
0: because I feel like that. Because certainly, I look at April as a strong person, mm-hmm. but throwing any human being. That's a pretty good feat of strength, and yet you, you never really see Mal other than when she throws the fastball. Show any other sense <laughs> no. of like I'm really strong <laughs> right. too. Right,
2: it's kind of just like a party trick that they whip out every once in a yeah. while. that They've worked out somehow, but um, but I love these just funny little moments of of honesty. Right, like the what's what's the girl's name who's afraid of the river, is the it? one who doesn't want to go in the in the river. Was oh, it Molly uh, or is it Mal? N- um, Molly No, the Molly is in the canoe with with the girl that I'm talking about. She's the one with like a little faux hawk almost. She's got oh. half of her head shaved. Mal. Yes. Mal. Me. And I love that she's just like, I don't wanna go in there because of a river monster. She's like, I watch Nat you know, I watch Nat Geo. I'm yeah. not going there's all kinds of stuff in the river. And they're like, There's nothing in the river. It's just a river chill the fuck out like it's just a river and of course there's a river monster in the river but what's funny is i didn't see it coming right i should have maybe because she was so freaked out about it but i really didn't you're like oh yeah she just felt really neurotic of course they get in the river and what is there there's a river monster and um they it's like and and then they say right like what did we learn today and she's like that our worst nightmares are real and we should totally be afraid of them because they are coming to get us. <laughs> you know, which is these funny, these funny little moments. And, uh,
0: well, I also like dialogue-wise where when they're off to do something and it's some kind of exclamation or accent of a situation, they always use some female person of note.
2: hmm which is very cool. Like the first yes. one was Joan Jett. Yeah. And then they just kept going with these, you know, feminist figures. It was, But it was like instead of basically instead of saying, oh, my God, yeah, they'd say like... Oh, for the love of Joan Jett, you know, which is really funny, and it just kept growing. It kept going and going, and I think it's such a smart thing to do because it makes you want to Google those people Mm -hmm. and find out more about them. They're very
0: well-learned kids, Very
2: well-learned, and then um, instead of swearing, they always say, what, the junk? (laughs) Which I thought would get old, but it didn't.
0: I I guess I'm always a sucker for when you want to tell uh, any sort of society that what their version of... A swear word or something like mm-hmm. this. I mean, I guess if you think of like Battlestar Galactica, when they say frack, that became such a thing. <laughs> yeah. And I know you use frack all the time.
2: I do, constantly. Yeah. Constantly fracking.
0: Uh, before we just, I mentioned this whole that her word, when was the last time in your life you ever used the word frack?
2: Well, not t- you mean not referencing actual fracking?
0: Yes. Just, you know, w- you're using the word that you heard I it frack. used in I probably,
2: probably would have been around a kid. I probably did it to censor myself the last minute around a kid. <laughs> My mom always did that in cars. She'd be like, "Son of a biscuit eater," she just she'd found it like biscuit head. Son of a biscuit head. Like these funny things where she she cut herself off from swearing, kind of the last minute. Son of a biscuit head. <laughs> of, so then, son of a biscuit head like became a thing, became a swear word for us. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I would have been around a kid when I said when I said "frack" oh, probably right. the last time. I'm trying to censor myself a little bit.
0: Uh. Now, one thing about you know, these kids, you, know, you don't have to worry about censoring yourself. They, they've they seen the way the life works, man. They yeah, man. It. It's they rough and tumble. Th- they know what's up. What uh, I love in issue three, then they actually make it to the cave. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a sucker for, maybe that's why, uh, I, don't know, well, I don't know, I guess it's my second favorite, fight I had to think between Raiders the Last Ark and Indiana Jones on the Last Crusade. But one part I liked about that is at the end where he got, uh, Indiana Jones has to go through those challenges. Yes. To get to the Holy Grail. Yeah. And very similar to this where you got to make sure A mystery, couple of
2: shout outs to Indiana Jones yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I was like, I'm always a sucker for sequences like that.
2: Yeah, yeah. It was really funny and well-utilized, well, well utilized, I think, in this instance. Like, they get to have their Indiana Jones moment and kind of a tribute. There are a couple of really great – I thought a couple of really awesome tributes in this that it kind of popped out at me. The One was the Indiana Jones one. Even just the names, like Ripley, strong oh, yes. female character. That's true. Um, you know, again, uh, Rosie. Uh, and there was – like there's something else in here. They had an exchange that was it was lifted it was lifted straight out of, of something like that. That was great. It was um, oh gosh, I should have written it down. But it's kind of popping up through, right? Like it's just if you almost like these little Easter eggs that if you're looking for them. Oh, like here's one. You know, so um, what's the one that you like with that's strong, super strong? The super strong redhead.
0: Oh, uh, uh, April.
2: April. So, like, April beats that. She has that uh, arm wrestling match, yes. and she beats him. You're on the same page. And she's like, can you teach me how to do that? Yep. And she goes, well, I could teach you, but I'd have to charge. Yes! I, was, like, I, just, I was just going to mention that. It's just that. You know what I mean? Like, silly little things um, that are just really funny. It's just really, really funny. and Because that's from the Gettysburg Address. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's so funny. Yes. <laughs> because you can just hear the forefathers saying, <laughs> I could teach you. But it'd have to charge. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, they are these really funny... Um, there's, you know, To Infinity and Beyond. There's like kind of these fun little shout-outs that are... That's like how kids are, you know? I don't know how you how you were as a kid, but I... You know, my family was very movie-oriented. Mm-hmm. We loved watching movies and seeing movies, and... Um, you know, we did movie, like when we went on vacation to New York or to L.A., we did like the movie tours of um, okay. on buses and things like that. And we were really annoying because we knew they would be like, all right, everybody, like, here's a question that, you know, nobody's going to know. And we knew all the answers to the tour guide questions. All of us did. You know, and finally, and one of them, uh, they just they were like giving out lollipops for whoever needs. And finally, just they sent the bowl of lollipops to the back of the uh, bus where we were they just knew it all. <laughs> but I think that that's funny, right? It's—it's—it makes it feel very fresh and relevant because it's—it's it's like, oh yeah, I, I get that, and that's how kids are. Yeah. You know, they remember these. Like these kids are super brilliant, but they also are they're living in the real world so they remember they you know these little quotes and things like that so that was kind of a long a long point that i made no <laughs> 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 i just went off on a tangent but i like it was it was a great tangent thank loved you it. Hey, I, hey, I loved it so
0: loved it all man loved it all uh it is uh interesting and i had had my point and now i lost it as well
2: um i was a uh, i i was pretty impressed that for a book with, it's going to sound maybe like kind of jaded, but there's no profanity in it. No. You know, it's very much about in the spirit of togetherness and um, being supportive and being a good friend. And uh, there's no like sex in it. It's not like super dark, you know, and it's really quality. It's entertaining. Yeah. And it's funny and it's and it's very quality and it doesn't feel trite or overplayed at all.
0: And it's interesting because in a couple times, well, especially in this first storyline that you read, and then they come back again, uh, there's a boys' camp mm-hmm. in the in those woods as well that they run in across. And Which is funny. Yeah. And it, it was interesting just in terms of how they, how they depicted the boys. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. This, And I think that that's great too, right? Because – and now there have been a couple of documentaries I think that have come out a little more recently but over kind of the, the idea of traditional masculinity mm-hmm. and how damaging that is, you know, for – for especially for young boys growing up and and podcasters know, and podcasters that's right yeah i'm sorry frank are you okay no you okay you need a minute need a minute, okay all right hey buddy hey there little buddy you can play with your easy bake oven if you want that's okay it's all gonna be okay <laughs> 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 but yeah i think um so it is it's it is interesting and of course they've got this guy who comes in it's just there's no he's so over there it ends up being apollo Yes, right. But he's so over the top, masculine, just ridiculous. It's such a satirical. He's in for like eight panels, and in the whole time he's just like, "I'm gonna go catch fish with my hands and burn them over fire." Yeah. You know, stop being boys. Stop being you know ladies. Like pick those cookies up, and all the the guys just want to be like. Hospitable and give them, and they've like made cookies for the yeah. girls, and they're like giving them tea, and they're just being good listeners. <laughs> and he comes in and he's basically like, "Stop it, you know, pre men." And they're just like, "He's the worst." <laughs> so it's, it, I like that they they address that also, you know.
0: Well, because the one that seems like the core concept is uh, friendship to the max.
2: Yes, friendship to the max. Yes, over I, all other slogans, it feels like. Yeah, and yeah.
0: I I enjoyed that. I felt like, all right, cool. That was a nice little. They have. Uh, in fact, I mean, they even save Joe when she's transformed into stone just through the power of friendship. Mm-hmm. We really care about you and we are going to turn you back into a human girl.
2: Yeah. And they nailed it. Yeah. They got pa- power
0: of friendship, man. That's how it happens.
2: That's uh, if I, we, you and I need to wear matching shirts that are friendship to the Max shirts. Wow. Oh, yes. But this kind of, I don't know how this, this made you feel. This made me feel like I wanted to get online and. Like look at the different merit badges, for to see if they had actual merit badges for this series, and then go earn the badges and wear them. That's how I felt reading this.
0: Well, you know, at the very least, you could cut out the 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 badges right there. Yeah. Mount on something else and still go out and do that. Well, you don't know that. What if? I gotta earn them. Well, what if I came next week with a bunch load of uh, merit badges you could win?
2: Say a bunch load. A
0: bunch load. <laughs> Which I may even tell you how much it is. Mean, I'm not even let you guess, but, but a bunch load is that's quite a bit.
2: It's like you just got real drunk for like 15 seconds. Yeah. Like, a little yeah. bunch load. I'm yeah. gonna so. tell you a bunch, bunch load. You, you shouldn't have to guess it. Yeah. Shhh, mm. This song is about me. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you bring all those patches in, then maybe I'll, I'll maybe I'll. I'll I take gotta work.
0: find where the uh, patches are. I thought they did such a, a fun job of naming some of these patches. Yeah. They're such a fun play on the concepts and the ideas that they're going for.
2: They were. I mean, and they've got uh oh, let's see. Also, I love the story with the girl and her raptor. <laughs> <laughs> that That's great. Um the jailbreak badge. <laughs> Basically just like being able to get yourself out of sticky situations pretty much and uh getting your friends out of sticky situations and what else was there? Um They're funny. I mean, they have, you know, the, the arts and crafts, but they've all got these fun clever names. You know friendship to the max badge of course yeah really great um were you were you ever a boy scout
0: I was a cub scout but You're i didn't um i th- i didn't make the make the jump to Weeblow, cuz i think it's it's boy scout Weeblow, then wait cub scout Weeblow, then boy
1: scout
2: okay cub scout's kind of is- is it, Is it We Below or no, weeblos, weeblos, weeblos. Weeblos. We Blow? We
1: Belows. We Belows. Loyal Scouts.
2: Oh. I, I, was
1: I, went, I was the full thing. I Did scouting. Did you do Eagle Scout too? No, 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 no. That's I, intense. I went, a year, I went a year into scouting. Okay. And I went through all through Cub Scouts. But yeah, it's like a weird bridge because you. You, you have to walk, literally walk over it. Yes. You literally walk over a bridge. Um, when you become, uh, go from Cub Scout to Boy Scout. You have to
2: find a bridge somewhere and walk over it?
1: No, it's like a little like makeshift bridge. Yeah. Like they have you like shooting arrows. They make cool. it out <laughs>
0: of like the pants and underwear of yeah, yeah, yeah. former scouts.
1: This sounds. But no, it's like, yeah. <laughs> That's just, not so true. Much, okay. <laughs> it's, you start wearing this uniform, like the tan, when you're a Weebolo, but you're still part of the Cub Scout rotation. Okay. for it's, no. four, it's um, Tiger, Wolf, is like the progression.
2: Uh, so, tiger little bitty, little bitty guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, tigers exactly? are little. No, please. I'm glad that you did this. informative. So, because I know that, like, Girl Scouts, you're just. Well, you're brownie. Yeah. Brownie Scouts. And then. The and you go all the way up sort of to mints. What? Min, min, no. Yeah. Mints are. I was like. Mints? Yeah, mints. Like, I was like a, the
0: son when you it. chop something really fine.
2: You mincing no, it. No mint, like a mint chocolate chip cookie. Like multiple mints. Ah. Mints, like plural mints. With a z at the end. No, I like where I, this where is how we learned a Frank can't money. spell. <laughs> <laughs> like where you make yeah minted. Uh, yeah. yeah we, uh, I was a Girl Scout when I was little bitty. I mean, pretty small. And I remember cool stuff that I d- we did like a lock in at DZ. Do you guys remember DZ Discovery Zone? Okay, do yeah. at discovery zone my jam so i was a so we got to do like a lock-in at discovery zone and you got to go and like trade pins hmm. and stuff and that was that was like the coolest thing that we ever did
0: but the trade pin you, you trading pins of just girl scout accomplishments or brownie accomplishments?
2: no those were your patches okay so patches wh- were like pins? pins were things you we'd like make them and i think you get like accomplishment pins too but it was you'd like make pins Oh,
0: so just like in like one of your like get get-togethers, you make a bunch of pins. Yeah,
2: you just like, make pins, and you can trade them if you want. And uh, but they're not.
0: But they don't. They're not like cool characters. They're just like kind of decorative. I
2: think they were just more like decorative pins. Although maybe if I mean I don't remember. But I feel like okay, say you went to Disney and you have got like collector's pins at Disney, mm-hmm. then you could probably trade those.
0: I think you're uh, you're a sucker if you trade one of those for just some kind of like <laughs> cheaply like made brownie m- brownie <laughs> pin. You're like. What? I'm not. I came out on the short end of the stick on this one. <laughs> like,
2: come on. Um, yeah. So you you get your merit badges and stuff. And so I did that when I was like a pretty little kid, and but not for very long. I wasn't in Girl Scout very long. We did, I did summer camp with school, and that was fun. We did, like Camp Grady Spruce, when I was a kid. So, so we did. Took like a week away and did uh, Camp Grady Spruce, which was awesome.
0: When you transitioned from Brownie to Girl Scout. Uh, as, as Trevor's saying, when we do it from Cub Scout to Boy Scout, you walk over our literal bridge. Yeah,
2: we didn't have any bridge or anything like do that. Do you do us some ceremony? Um, you probably. The thing that's weird is, so I was, a, I was a brownie scout, and we sold cookies and stuff. And then I had a really long Girl Scout hiatus. I was not a Girl Scout for a long time. We moved to Colorado. And when I was in Colorado... In I would have been probably like, mm, like sixth grade maybe, mm-hmm. like fifth or sixth grade, maybe maybe more like yeah, like fifth grade. And a friend of mine from school, like my only friend at school really, because I was a new kid, was like, oh, we do, um, junior, were we the junior mints actually? Like junior mints, <laughs> might have been junior mints actually. <laughs> it's either the junior mints or yeah. the mints, and you. It's like, and at that point I was like, that's weird. I'm way too old to be a Girl Scout because I didn't know, I didn't know of any like Girl Scouts that were that old, you know? So we basically got like, I was, so I was in, so I did, Mm -hmm. I did that. It was me and, you know, like four, like, it was a pretty small troop. It was like six of us or something. And we got, we did a camp. We went to Estes Park and I think we still sold cookies maybe even. Um, But that was really more just like we get together and, and like, Cook, we like go over to like one of the girls' houses, and her mom would, you know, would do like a like a potluck dinner type thing. Was so, but it was, but for me, I was like, I was too old. I was older way yeah. after it was like socially appropriate to be a Girl Scout. <laughs> I feel like
0: selling Girl Scout cookies is that an easy thing to do? They pretty much sell themselves, or no? I feel a- like
2: if I did it now, I could sell the shit out of some Girl Scout cookies. But back um, then, back then it was hard. Like I just, you know, you like one year I sold a lot of cookies. I got like a beach towel and a tote and a stuffed. Dolphin. How many cookies sales? did you have
0: to sell, like, to get that sweet treasure? That was like, as
2: a, I feel like that was like, a, like 200 boxes, maybe. To
0: get a towel, a stuffed dolphin, and a, a what a bath. Yeah, I
2: was. Well, I wanted a bike, so yeah. I, I didn't get I didn't hit my goal. But like, um, I mean, I feel, I feel like now I buy cookies a lot. But you know, there's like, you did can send them to work with your parents. Like one year, my dad took them to work. And I feel like at that point he was the boss. So what? That was probably the year that I sold a lot. People were probably yeah. just like, oh <laughs> buy cookies from the boss's kid." Are and then I think that up? he, well, and then afterwards I think he was like, "That ah, made me feel weird. I don't want people to feel like they're obligated to buy cookies." So I don't think that he maybe he t- didn't take it to work again the next year <laughs> or something. Um, so not not easy. When I was a kid, I was actually a pretty shy, quiet kid until I was in about you know like what? six six. Uh, probably so. I was in like seventh grade. I was very. Quiet, shy kid, and real, just like real nerdy and very self aware nerdy. Like, I knew I was a loser, and that was the worst. When I was in like second grade, I had these very, I had these very real, I need to see a therapist, guys. I had these very real, like, visceral emotions from and memories from being in second grade and being like, I am uncool. (laughs) I am a loser.
0: (laughs) I That's how you described it to yourself.
2: Yeah, and I knew. I just. I am uncool. I knew I was like I am not cool cuz other kids were like you know sheriff was just laughing at me. This <laughs> is
1: the level of awareness. I yeah, was so
2: that's what I think the worst part is. It's like I had no bliss. I was not <laughs> I was just like kind of like trying just like trying really hard and I was just like I I'm not cool. I'm just not a cool kid. Were you
0: comfortable in your lack of coolness, or no. were you like I, I I'm uncool and I have no idea how to become? Cool.
2: Yes, that's that's what it was. I was just like I feel so out of place. I feel like even when I'm, like you know, I like all I wanted when I was in that like early elementary school. So I went to this. Um, what ended up? I didn't know it at the time. It was like a uh, what would it be called? It was like a, it was like a, it was a school with like a, with like a gifted talented program. It was like one of those, I don't yeah. know what it was called. And they transferred me over because I was miserable at my other school. And that one was pretty cool. In hindsight, like I look back at our programming and stuff and I was like, wow, oh, we did some really cool stuff. But I was so aware of my like uncoolness even there. And so I wanted nothing more. I wanted so badly. They gave out awards at the, you know, at the end of the year, you got like a thing and your, we like made our own yearbooks and stuff. It was weird. But you got your, you got awards. You got named something. And I was like, I want to be class clown. I read, you know, I read like a Beverly Cleary book or something where I talked about that. I was like, I want to be class clown so bad. I'm really funny, but nobody knows it. <laughs> nobody knows that I'm funny.
0: But they they would just s- suss that out of me that they'll vote for me anyway. No. They could just tell.
2: Do you know what I got?
0: Uh, most likely to die in a public pool. <laughs> oh,
2: God. <laughs> How did you know? No, no. Uh, I got reads the most. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's that was my award. My award is reads the most. And I just all I wanted, you guys, was I just wanted to be class clown. But I wasn't funny. Like nobody, I just. But I wanted to be like a pie in the face. Like I watched a lot of I Love Lucy, and I just wanted to be like a pie in the face on roller skates, like ridiculous. Whoa, like crazy comedian I but i was far too serious and i didn't know how to talk to kids my like people my own age.
0: You didn't br- you didn't bring a pie to school and just pie yourself? <laughs> I should have just done. It. I should have gone for it really hard. No, no. So what age were you when you said like all right, i got to leave the girl scouts behind. This is it. There's a boat anchor just, on my uh,
2: uh, I don't my think coolness. i was I don't think i was uncool because i was a girl scout. I think that like that just was one of the tools in my uncool tool belt. Uh i mean i I changed a lot between, I mean, my awkward phase was also really long, really long, awkward phase. So I I'm changed. I'm still in mine. Are you still in yours? Yeah. Yeah. You're okay. You're an okay. But it's a great time to be a nerd, man. What a great time to be alive. Mm, it's a no. beautiful time Don't to be say alive. That. Yeah. No, it is no. yeah. No, it's great. Yeah. You have so many themed t shirts <laughs> in a good way. It's <laughs> such a good way. <laughs> no. Uh, somebody's got a Blue Beetle shirt in the mail.
0: No, I did, yeah, that's true. Did you get it? I did get it. Does it look great? It looks great. Yeah. It feels great. It uh, makes my nips look great. Yeah? Yep.
2: get all the poon. And that's, yeah. <laughs> and that blue Beating them off with of a sh- stick with my... That's right. Yes. Well, if you're really beating them off with a stick, you're probably not doing it right. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, so how old were you? Uh, well, between... I mean, when I moved back from Colorado, so I would have been like eighth grade is when I started back in school in Texas in my freshman year. Okay. And it was really funny because some of the very first people that I met when I moved back to a very small town, Texas, moved to this little town, and some of the very first people that I met, I didn't know this at the time, but were like the popular kids. Like the oh. really, you know, like the super popular, like head of the cheerleading, head of the football team. these guys. And, you know, and it was just, and so I hung out with them like right off the bat, and it was made pretty clear to me v- right away that I did not fit in, like that I just didn't fit in. Okay. Um, I did like Drill Team, which in Texas is a huge deal, it was like the dance squad basically, and I did that for a year, and then was like, oh, I just don't I just don't fit in here, and then I kind of fell into the theater crowd, and I was like, oh this is correct, like this is where I'm supposed to be. So then I was like, um, theater, you know, like the advanced theater class. I was the president of the poetry club. You're allowed to be impressed. And That's one way National to feel. National Art Honor Society. But by that point in high school, my high school experience actually wasn't that bad because I wasn't popular, but I kind of got I was by that point aware of like none of this shit matters. And I was very well known, I think, in high school, totally. and like relatively, relatively well liked, just because I was really involved. But I didn't end high school with like a really specific friend group because I kind of went all over the place. So, the downside of that is like now I don't have a bunch of friends from high school. Okay. But, so um, you
0: weren't internationally known. I wasn't known I
2: was. That's exa- I would say that's a, that's an accurate portrayal of my high school experience. <laughs> But yeah, I, between 7th and 8th grade, I changed a lot. Like visually, you go back and look at photos, it's like two different people. I got real hot. I was a super hot. I was really hot yeah, freshman year. Yeah. I just didn't know it. I had no confidence at all. So I wasn't able to rock that.
0: But it, all it took was just one young boy to take off your glasses and get you to
2: shake out <laughs> yeah, your hair. Yeah, that's it. He just took out my scrunchie, and yeah. my hair fell down, and they went, oh my god, you're beautiful. And That was it. And then I led them all across the Red Sea, and... <sighs> I might be getting my yeah, apologies up. <laughs> I think I think I you maybe yes. How about you? What was little little bitty Frank like?
0: Uh, much like me, uh, it said I, I'm a garbage person now. I was a garbage <laughs> person then. No. Yes. No, that's not true. I, except that You're probably a super
2: cute little kid though.
0: I I'm, I'm not even a super cute adult. I'm just I was, yeah. You are. No. Come on now, look no. at that face. I trust me. I've looked at it plenty. Raise your hand
2: if you think that Frank's adorable. Two hands raised. Yeah, you very, lose.
0: That was very tepid raising. Nah. No. Yeah, that was like, I'll raise them because I feel like I have to say this because I said this statement. It's because
2: Trevor knows I'll beat him up if he didn't raise his <laughs> hand. Well, no, you have to, so how long have you been wearing glasses? Because I was a glasses kid, too.
0: I, uh, glasses, uh, senior year of high school. Oh.
2: Pfft. Yeah. I was in second grade. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, glasses, braces, and bangs, and oh. overalls. Uh, That's like my fifth grade, my fifth or sixth grade photo i all will that.
0: say the one fashion thing that i never embraced and i or i never did and i always regretted and i just never could make it happen was overalls
2: oh you never had them not never well, now they're, they're having a comeback you can grab them now
0: yeah you know a friend of mine had like the shorts overalls and i was short thought, alls yes i thought that was cool <laughs> uh, and you know and but it always it like with like one side on. yeah of course yeah you're
2: slightly just like slightly older than me yeah. though right so it's
0: like i just felt like I don't know why I never. I just felt like because I was really fat as a kid. So I just felt like.
2: Were you actually fat as a kid? Oh, yeah. Um, until Pixar didn't happen.
0: Uh, well, trust me, I've got some <laughs> sweet pics. Uh, but it wasn't until like my senior high school that I started. I, I slimmed down. Okay. But then I, I then I blew back up again too. So I mean, I've been you know I've I've rocked three hundred pounds before.
2: No. Yeah. You were three hundred pounds really. I
0: was, man. That was my sweet spot.
2: that was well because you were eating so many sweets is that what you call it that
0: it's true that's true it was yeah it was was the it was the worst of times it was the worst of times
2: oh so you lost all the weight and then you got glasses and you're like no (laughs) i was so close but see now glasses are cool that's right and they make all these great frames and stuff i actually like part of me misses i got lasik last well er, way earlier this year and i love it it's been because i've had a bad vision since I can remember almost Um, but but glasses are cool now and they make like awesome frames well you can still wear the frames I know but then I feel like a poser
0: well nobody knows Mm, yeah yeah,
2: I kept the frames. I kept because I had some cool. Well, put I like finally, fake glass
0: in them. Don't put like yeah. <laughs> Don't just like just the frames. I know. I
2: was <laughs> like, well, I, I, you know, before I finally like found a g- cool pair of like Ray Bans, I was like, all right, I'm like, I'm embracing my my cool nerd, and then, uh, and then I got the opportunity to get LASIK, and I was like, yeah, yeah. all right, goodbye nerds. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. See, I got rid of my glasses and put on weight, so maybe you just can't have it both ways. Well,
0: that's true. <laughs> if I take these glasses off, I will swell up. In before your eyes, it's keeping it all off. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, like a puffer fish.
2: <laughs> did you did you get did you ever get voted anything in school?
0: Uh, I mine was just like, who's this guy? Mine's, <laughs> yeah.
2: What, were you in any like clubs or organizations I was, or uh, uh, sports? I was in student government. Okay.
0: Um, I think that was it. Uh, but mostly you joined student government because it, they did activities so you could get out of school. Right. So that was it, yes. Yeah, everybody
2: uh, needs that club.
0: Yeah, and so I went to that club, and the idea was like, oh my gosh, we're going on a field trip and we're going to go see the Nutcracker. And then I went and saw the Nutcracker, and like 20 minutes in, I said, hey, when do they start talking? Uh, and they <laughs> said, guess what, Frank, you dumb dumb, they don't in this whole thing. And then I was really angry that well, I was there watching this ballet. Oh, it's like,
2: hilarious that it, it's like student government got to go to the ballet.
0: Yeah, it was, we were worldly. Yeah, clearly, yes. clearly. But, uh, oh,
2: yeah, no, that's right. You were raised in Chicago, too. So, uh,
0: so I hated it. I hated that uh, ballet, and I will not see the Nutcracker <laughs> to this day. It would you me go so and angry. see
2: a different ballet?
0: Uh, no, I would not see any ballet. No? No, not no. no. Okay. Uh, I've seen Black Swan, and that was good enough for me. <laughs> but I did see *Les Mis* uh, for the first time in high school, and I, I wept openly, and that sucked me in. Did so you? That was that. So yes. those
2: musicals, so no, no ballet for you, but musicals you're a fan of. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. *Les Mis*, you can put me *Les Mis* right on now. I will sing all the songs, and I'll cry like a baby at the end. Really? Yeah.
2: Mm, we might have to live cast that.
0: Oh, where we sing along with *Les Mis*. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There you go. We'll do that.
2: There you go. <laughs> it sounds like when if you want to hear that happen, uh, you let us know, guys. <laughs> How about you, Trevor? We, what what uh, what were you like as a kid?
1: Um.
2: Pretty much this.
0: You were this sex, cool. A sex machine. <laughs> yep, no, got it, I mean, Trevor. I,
1: I've, I've learned how to fine tune what I am now, but I haven't really had any big major shifts. I don't feel like. Yeah. Along I mean, the way,
0: when you're perfect, there's no need. Re- yeah, no reason right. To why adjust, why it adjust perfection?
1: Did, did it change mid-stream? Yeah, yeah. Why? Why would you, you do? You were great it? out yeah. of the gate. No, it's just been perfecting this. Yeah, good. <laughs> Every time. That's great. Yeah. No distractions along the way. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I was able to get perfection so early. It's like, all right, no, no other little tidbits here or there. No, no other personalities.
2: You there probably you were you like were you like kind of nerdy nice guy in high school? Yeah. That's you were my type. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. what I always liked. I like oh. the super the super nice nerdy, and it hasn't changed. I still like, I still like. Uh, well. this, I'm I'm saying I'm in love with you, Trevor. This is, on air. This <laughs> how we. How we do it. Sorry, somebody call Mike. No, Mike's a nerdy nice guy, and. Yeah, he is. You're also a nerdy, nice guy. Well, I surround I, myself with good with good company. There you go.
0: We, yeah. we, we missed our opportunity. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Two ships passing in the night. <laughs> passing in the night, yeah. In the nerdy night. Been, uh, <laughs> you
2: say that, and you'll see these awkward pictures I'm talking about of me as a, as a kid and be like, you uh,
0: There yeah. is, can got to remember, if, if I could find this one photo, it's me sitting, uh, visiting my dad when he lived in Florida, uh-huh. where I'm wearing, uh, I'm wearing shorts and shorts. That are too short so that my uh, my teddy whities are hanging out underneath them, <laughs> and I'm also then rocking a half shirt. Are you? For Some reason I'm oh rocking my a half God. shirt, uh, and I'm and I'm a chubber, so I don't know oh. what is going. Like you see my <sighs> underwear, you see the big pot
2: belly. That's the best. Rocking a
0: half shirt, I'm like, what, what's going on?
2: Here's what I would love: you find that and find other like awkward kid photos, and then I'll find some too, and then we'll put them we'll put them <laughs> on the social media. And uh, and people can just enjoy them it's for like, their own for their own lives.
0: Guess what you guys are missing out on? Yeah, <laughs> heyo!
2: Listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we need therapy. Please listen to us. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, as we wrap up,
0: uh, we've talked all about life and Lumberjanes. What I love about this podcast, and I love doing both of these, is that we can talk comics, but then we just let it segue into some random thing, which is always what I love most about. Yeah,
2: I think I think we got to know all of us a little yes. bit better. Uh,
0: yeah. But I think we are leaving this for sure with the agreement that Lumberjanes is great and you should be reading it. It is.
2: It's really, really great. I can't, I can't really recommend it highly enough. And I think that a, a range of people would enjoy it. Yes. I think that's pretty cool. I think it's accessible.
0: Now uh, they also did for those you that uh, like your crossovers as well Lumberjanes crossed over with Gotham Academy which is DC's Ooh. version of, I don't want to say Lumberjanes but it is a, a boarding school set in Gotham City that has some, you know, ties to, to Batman and mysteries and things like that. Oh, that's cool! But there are uh, mysteries afoot at this boarding school that huh. need to be solved, and so there's just amateur sleuths and detectives that are kind of, you know, uh, that little genre of teens trying to solve mysteries at a location.
2: Yeah, that's. And fun. so they
0: did a big crossover with Lumberjanes this year as well. So uh, six issue miniseries. I've got three of them, but haven't had a chance to read them yet since I hadn't read Lumberjanes yet. Mm. But Gotham Academy, I read and highly recommend that. That's great. Uh, And then if you're also a fan of the Boombox line, too, they've got Lumberjanes, but they also have a series that just came out this year, just a few issues in. Uh, It's called uh, The Backstagers, which is basically just uh, the uh, technicians and the backstage workers of a school plays. Uh, They're all boys. It's almost like the... The boy version of Lumberjanes, but they're all just they work behind the scenes at plays in school.
2: Oh, that's pretty neat, too. Yes. So
0: I bought the first few issues thanks to that sale and uh, heard good things about that as well, but haven't read it either.
2: But A lot of good stuff to read.
0: If you like those kind of, uh, those kind of, uh, that kind of genre, there's just some really cool stuff out there to read. All
2: right. Well, thank you for those recommendations. Those yes. are fantastic. Uh,
0: and the one last thing I will mention before as I, I tweeted this, I, I texted this to you last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but oh, man, yeah. The Unstoppable Wasp. Trevor, have you read that? Mm hmm. Uh, first issue just came out from Marvel last week, and the idea is that uh, Hank Pym, before he's married to the Wasp that we know, Janet Van Dyne, was married to a woman before that that had been abducted, and Hank Pym never saw her again. But what he didn't know is that she was also pregnant, and she had a baby that was raised in the Red Room that Black Widow had her a hand into in Russia, so oh my gosh. Uh, finally escaped and uh, is now back in the States because she wanted to reunite with her father. Oh. But Hank Pym is... Off the table in the Marvel Universe at this moment. So now it's just kind of you know learning about his life and his accomplishments there, just from friends, and trying to carry on his heroic tradition. (coughs) That's Uh, cool. And it's uh, it's very much like if you took like the uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt Mm -hmm. and put it in the Marvel Universe.
2: Oh well, that's that's a hell of a sales pitch.
0: And it's I just the first issue came out, but man, it is such a great first issue, Uh, and just really sets the tone of this. I, I am excited to read this story. Cool. So, yeah, so. Is that going to be monthly? It's going to be monthly. So, Great. highly recommend that as well, too.
2: Perfect. Well, what do you want to talk about for uh, for next time?
0: Uh, you know, I just, and I don't know if Trevor, have you been reading Superman on the uh, DC Rebirth? No, but I'm keeping up on yeah. So, like, this last issue of Superman that just came out uh, ties in kind of uh, with multiversity. Oh,
2: yeah, oh, yeah, yeah okay. Yes.
0: So, ah, I don't know. Do you want to read right.
2: multiversity? Sure. Let's That's a lot, but let's do it. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. All right. All right, great. So this is uh, is for next week. We're in New Multiversity. I'm writing it down, because otherwise I'll forget it. And I wish, if only there were a a recorded... Record of this that I could listen to to remind myself what to read, it'd be so much easier. So, great! So, we'll be reading uh Grant Morrison's Multiversity, yes, and talking about that. It'll be it'll be a lot to talk about,
0: yeah. There's a, a man, a, a wide range of stuff that's covered in there, but a lot of fun stuff, great, yeah, perfect.
2: Well, I was so nice hearing about your childhoods, you guys. You could say this was our origin story, Ooh, so yeah, look at isn't that, that fun? very nice, yeah. So,
0: uh, if you folks, uh Plus, we we certainly recommended that to ourselves, multiversity. But if you have things that you'd love for us to read, whether you're a creator and you have a title that you'd like us to uh, read and talk about, if you're just a fan that uh, would like to hear our thoughts about something that a storyline that you really love or mm-hmm. a character that you really love. Uh, get in touch with us. We would love to read anything that you might have to suggest. And if you want to get in touch with us, Amanda, where do they find you? They
2: can email us uh, both at frank at gmail.com. Um, they can tweet us using the hashtag the uh or stop by comic book novice Instagram and Twitter account. Where can they find you, Frank?
0: You can find me on Twitter at Happy Go jackie or just at a local comic shop. Just, you know, M- milling about just hanging
2: out just, just keep here. an eye out for, for yeah. a guy that matches this voice
0: yeah that's right and uh,
2: <laughs> if you want, uh, you want to find out more about other cool podcasts check out uh, the Nerdist School Network that's actually where we're recording here on uh, glimmer on the Boulevard Attached to Meltdown Comics yes um, there's a lot of other awesome amazing podcasts on there um, about all kinds of nerdy cool things
0: in fact including a uh, special thanks to our engineer Trevor as always for making it sound so great and listen to his podcast Podcast of Two Worlds that's right yeah check it out there you go oh, what's this latest uh, episode gonna be about
1: we're actually still on hiatus. We're probably going to take another week oh, um, all right, all right. before we uh, jump back in with our mini episodes with Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns Flash. Whoa. So one, we just finished up the first main arc, the first big like storyline, uh, Crossfire. Oh, nice. So,
0: crossfire.
1: Um, so now it's sort of Wally prepping into the uh, the Zoom storyline that the show did over season two. The
0: source of that we're coming up on next awesome nice. uh, and uh, the, the last episode before the uh, for the end of 2016 the last full episode Trevor uh, had a chance to talk to Scott Collins the artist on the majority of the run for Jeff Johns' Flash so, which is
2: very cool yes. very exciting uh, if
0: you're excited to hear talk about that uh, make sure you go back and check out a uh, podcast of Two Worlds there and listen to that interview a lot mm-hmm. of fun
2: yeah well, thank you guys so much for listening yeah. uh, and we hope you enjoyed this and uh, we'll play ourselves out all right Hey, that's
0: a nice hat you got there, Amanda.
2: Does it look like a hat? Because it's actually a raccoon. Ah! Oh, God. <laughs> it's a raccoon? We are the No-vis. novice. And, and Frank. Oh, <laughs> that was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs>